so much for tuning in to Wise That's Wine About It. I have a very special guest today, my sister. Hi. You can introduce yourself, sister. Hello, I'm Shanita. Yeah. 
there was a chance for restoration. And like I was saying before, that I was the one that was doing um, more of the work. More okay. of the work in reference to um, scheduling the marriage, scheduling the um, the sessions, and and with the homework that when it was given to us, I would be the one to initiate it. Like, there was no effort on um, his part. Okay. And then... Um, I realized that uh, he didn't want to work. He didn't really want to work on the marriage. Mm-hmm. And Did he say that to you, or you just felt like you could just tell through the actions and it was the, the actions. Okay. It was the actions, the behavior, mm-hmm. and um, he would find like little excuses, like little reasons to um, not put forth the effort. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was more so. Okay. Okay. So um, you mentioned something. And that was actually going to be one of my questions, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, you said you felt embarrassed. Yes. So one of my questions were, um, did you initially, like, did you feel guilty or did you feel embarrassed? Like, you know, did you question God? Like, what did I do wrong or how did this occur? Like, did, did those, I'm sure those type of thoughts probably ran through your mind. But can you explain how um, how you possibly may have blamed yourself or how you possibly may have, like, why you felt embarrassed? But I think typically... Anyone would feel embarrassed. I just think that's natural because it's like, okay, right. who wants to feel married? You know, right. Right. And, and right. more so for me, um, I didn't real. I was embarrassed, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that um, I was walking in shame mm-hmm. until a little further on, um, a further, further down the line. When I say further down the line is because I, um, I went to, I started school for my master's program, mm-hmm. and I had to go visit. Um, a speaker called Trent, and it wasn't until he had us do, he had the entire, you know, cohort, we had to do a, um, an experiment where, uh, a shame experiment, okay. and it wasn't until someone put up on the wall, and we did not know who it was, mm-hmm. but it was, um, so we had to put things that we were shamed about, okay. and I was still, I, and being though I was in the middle of the separation, I still, right. I knew I felt embarrassed and like, no, I don't want to talk about it and things like that because I didn't want people to look at me different. It was, it was all about other people, what other people thought. And then I was walking around the room and some, um, and it was a a gentleman. I don't know who he was, but he posted on the wall, you know, I'm it's not my fault. And I keep blaming myself that she left me. Mm. And that was an aha moment for me. Because it, it just appeared. It, like just, came. Wow. it was like God meant for me to see right. that yes. particular, you know, um, right. sticker on that wall, mm-hmm. and then um, and I started processing it after that. Like that breakthrough, that aha moment was, you know, I cried. I mean, I actually cried when I read that person's um, thing on, you know, um, sticky note okay. on the wall. Okay, so um, my next question is, how did you feel? Like, going through this, you can't kind of, you can't explain it, but you can't because I feel like you actually have to go through it to truly understand it. You know, people might look at it and feel like, oh, I'm so sorry, X, Y, and Z, but you really don't know those deep emotions. But I remember the first day you called me, and all I told was, I had to go over there to my sister. Right, right. And I remember that day, but I also feel like, and it's been on my my heart and mind, I said, well, I don't really feel like I was as supportive as I possibly could have been over the years of knowing. Mm-hmm. And it's not to make excuses, but I also feel like I didn't know how to be supportive right. because you didn't really talk about it. Right. That's true. But I still 
for a couple of months. Okay. I didn't even share with um, I didn't even share with my two best friends. Okay. What happened when it when it first happened? Did you not share? Did you feel like we might get back together? So no, you leave it alone. You just didn't want. To. I didn't want to share because I was ashamed. Mm-hmm. And I was angry. Okay. Um, at the time, but I can say during that time, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't mad at God. Okay. And only, and I'm the only reason why I wasn't mad at God. Some things were going on. Like I, I mean, um, at the time I was attending, um, we were attending E9, mm-hmm. and I, they have a divorce care group. Go ahead, keep going. I'll get it from there.
as I was saying before, I made um, my then husband my God. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by that? Because I feel like that's something that I probably can relate to at some point, and I feel like a lot of wives or, or women, not even you having to be married, but we said what I think you mean is like he was first and everything. He was, he was just your priority. He was my priority. Mm-hmm. My I was so focused on. Um, you know, pleasing him uh-huh. and wanting, making him happy, and, and wow. I was running a household, but he came first. Mm. You know, he came, and, and I know it's crazy when I say it, but he did. I put him before God. I put him. Did you really believe him before God, or just looking big? Oh no, I did. I did because, um, and I noticed it, and um, and when I noticed it, I'm gonna tell you how I noticed it because I start. I started to get, um, becoming more angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, like, what is going on? You know, right. angry at any little thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you mean with him or just like anything in With life? him, but okay. then I would also take it out on other people. Okay, okay. You know, but, but it was because of some of the things that I was going through in my marriage. marriage so right. instead of going to God, instead of like, you know, praying like I, I, like I was towards the end mm-hmm. of it, you know, right. and devoting everything to God first. Mm-hmm. Um, because it wasn't until the end that I actually gave my marriage to God. Mm-hmm. You understand know what I'm saying? You mean the end to when y'all were separated or like no, 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 before? Before. before. Okay. Okay. It wasn't until, it was like a January. Okay. And everything fell apart in July. But it wasn't until like that January is when I started giving my life to God and I really started praying for, um, my then husband, mm-hmm. because I knew, I, I tried to change what he was doing. I tried to change him, and I knew mm-hmm. I couldn't change him. Right. But I knew that, and everything that was going on, I mm-hmm. knew that I would put the blame on me. Right. It wasn't really, mm-hmm. you know, I did my part. Right, right. You know, and I would never go away and saying, oh, no, I didn't play a part. No, I mm-hmm. played a part. Right. But, um, but I made... The part that I played, it was like, I didn't involve God, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't go for answers. I didn't pray over my husband. I didn't pray for my husband. Mm-hmm. Then it was just, mm-hmm. everything was like, you know what? It's about him, about making right. him happy. Right. But it wasn't, oh, you know how they say, you know, pray over your husband and yeah. pray over your yeah. wife. And yeah. It wasn't none of that. You yeah. know, it was, mm-hmm. my focus was, Oh, okay, well, what you buying me now? And where are we going? And where are we going to eat? And, oh, well, where you? You know, it was the argument. It was just crazy. So do you feel like you said you gave it your marriage to God in January? Mm -hmm. By July, it was, okay, separation. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that was God's doing past me? Like, it just, like, God let you know, like, this is not where you're supposed to be. It was God. It was God let me know that, um... share something with you guys that um, I knew that I wasn't supposed to marry him in the first place. Mm. And I was having a conversation with someone at Enon who was um, who always reached out. Doing, she was the only person at Enon that knew what was going on or whatever. Um, and when I was we were just talking and she was just and she was going through something similar but they were actually working on their marriage. Okay. Oh, whatever. And she was like, um, were you guys supposed to be married? You know, she said, how, was, how did that play out? And, and it was, and it took me back because I'm like, how would she know? Why would you ask me this question? Right, right. You know, 
not the end of the world. Divorce is not the end of the world. Um, separation is not the end of the world. If you want to fight for it, fight for it. But know, know that um, and understand that this is what you want mm-hmm. and that there is going to be work. It takes two to work. It does. You know, yeah. um, I'm not the one where I'm going to say, oh, okay, well, you know, um, I don't believe in divorce and we're not going to do this because, the, listen, the naysayers and people in your ear get in tune with God. People say God don't like divorce. God don't like a lot of things. I know that's right. You know? But you know something? I'm one of the people that say I don't believe in divorce. Mm-hmm. But I also will tell people and myself, because, you know, it's been times I may have thought about it. I think about, like, oh, this ain't going to work. You know, I can't deal with this. You know what? No. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I pray. You said something earlier, really like, pray with your husband. I've done that. You know, I, I do that silently. He don't even know. I might just tell right. him. Right. And I'll start praying. And, you know, it can be sleep. You know. And he doesn't even have to know. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. time he sleeps. He but it's so crazy how God works. Not crazy, but now he'll come over to me sometimes and just touch me. Yeah. And he'll start praying over me. Because that's not, like, I tell people all the time, there's no perfect marriage. And I have no. people like to mm-hmm. tend to think that I have this perfect marriage. Right. And I tell them, I don't. Like, I don't mind. I'm, right. I'm pretty open book pretty right. much. Depending right. on dependent. But it's not perfect. You know, it's times when I'm sure... I, I know it's times when I didn't want to be here. And I'm sure it's times when he felt like he didn't want to be here. But through grace of God and prayer, like, we just got over, like, you know, one, right. of, those, one of those pages. Because I'm like, okay, we, and it takes time. we have yeah. to grow in some kind of way. You know, it's like sometimes one person can grow more than the other. It's right. like, and it's like, okay, we're not on even ground. Right. So you just you just never know. Um, I, one thing about me is I, I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate for love. I'm an advocate for marriage. I'm an advocate for black love because I just think it's important. Advocate for black families, all that. And with the wives who pray group, I push, push for marriage. But if I see somebody like constantly hurting, it's like, okay, sis, what's up? Yeah. This will be not. You, you can't like you can't fight for so much. And I don't tell nobody to walk away from their marriage. Don't be afraid of therapy, though. Right. It, that's number one. Yeah, for yourself. And then the because no matter what, you 
driven your wedding because I was one of those people. Like, I don't get me wrong, I I feel like I planned for both, but I think the wedding was like kind of top notch. Like, because for me it was like this is a dream, this is always right, what right, I wanted. Right. But throughout my wedding, I just kept saying I want everybody to know know God in this. Right. That was my whole thing. Yeah. People gonna see God yeah. in my wedding, but I still want an extraordinary wedding. I didn't take the time to focus yeah. on. Wait, my marriage, exactly. my marriage. I didn't look at it. It was exactly. just like, I'm getting married. What, what's the problem? I'm getting married. That's just what it was. And that's how it was with me. Like, okay, well. And that's kind of like, that's not great, but we all, I think 90% of people do it when, when getting married. Is that, right. that excitement? Is that happiness? Like, finally, you know, I'm getting married. But I, I trust, I believe you when you say that. Like, that's, it I, I agree. It's, and I know for me, even um, when I first, even was in the process. So I grasped onto that, but I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, right, you're right. things and you hear things and you like, okay, I want things to be this way and okay, we're gonna honor God and you know all that. But I wasn't really honoring God because once when I look back on it, if I would have listened to my then pastor, my life would have been different. Right. But because I didn't, God took the pain that um that I went through. And he made it into my purpose. Mm, mm. That's what. And he does that. That's yeah. the type of guy that we serve. You know, he said he always put this say, "You may not know what I'm doing now, but you'll see." And you know, we don't know. We can question God so much. Yeah. Like it could take three months, six months, a year, two years, three years. We may not know what he's doing, but he always shows us, you know, our purpose. And guess what? This is why I took you through this yeah. to get to here, yeah. so you can do X, Y, Z. You know, exactly. so that's definitely a powerful statement. Exactly. Well, that is going to conclude our episode for Wives That Twine About It with my sister, Shanita. And we spoke about, you know, just healing and, and, and going through that separation and, and going through divorce, you know. Um, it's okay to not be okay sometimes. It's okay to to, you know, at some point you might feel guilty or ashamed or or just embarrassed. You know, that's just probably steps through it. Just don't get stuck there. Don't get stuck there. That's the main thing. You know, marriage is beautiful. It takes work, it though. It takes it work, and sometimes it can be hard. And I say this to everybody on every podcast. It takes work. Like, that's life, but... And it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to. It should be good. It should, be. it should make you happy most of the time, you know. You'll go through stuff. Sometimes you won't be happy. You might fall out of love. And then out of love. That's, I believe that's just maybe how it go. But don't stay in a situation where it's just causing you, like, bitterness and unhappiness. Because God has something for you, you know. So just make sure you're making the right choice and the best decisions. And you don't also don't, I want to also add this, too. Don't feel like, okay, because we have children together, I have to stay. You know, don't feel like, okay, you know, I have to stay. No one wants to stay in an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's emotionally, whether it's mentally, whether it's physically. Right, You know, um, you do not have to stay. You have to know who you are and know your worth. Mm -hmm. No one said, no one said, and don't believe the hype with the people out in the streets or, you know, um, social media where they say, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to stay for my kids and I'm going to stay. No. Kids no one Not just the religion, but 
God. Mm-hmm. And he then allow him to pour into you. Right. You know, so then you can pour into your marriage. You know, um, love yourself. Love yourself first. So then you can love your husband. Exactly. And your kids. <laughs> you can't love nobody fully if you don't love yourself. That's just, it's just not going to work. And we all don't know that. Like, right. Like, we're experts, but you know that from experience. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah.